Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. And we're going to go over the book of Ezra summary. Please read the last chapter of Second Chronicles to figure out what's going on in the book of Ezra. In chapter 1 of Ezra, Cyprus, king of Persia's heart, was moved from God in order to fulfill the word of God spoken by Jeremiah in verse 1. In verse 2, this is what the Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at the Jerusalem in Judah. Verse 3, any of his people among you may go to, up to Jerusalem in Judah and build a temple of the Lord, the God of Israel, the God who is in Jerusalem, and may their God be with them. Verse 5. Then the family heads of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and Levites, everyone whose heart God had moved, prepared to go up and build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. Verse 11. In all, there were 5,400 articles of gold and silver. Sarizabar brought all these along with the, with the exiles when they came up from Babylon to Jerusalem. End quote. In chapter 2, there was a list of people of the providence who came up from the captivity of the exiles whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had taken captive to Babylon when they returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each of their own town. Verse 1. Even with all the horrible things that has been done in the book of Chronicles, and we all deserve condemnation and punishment, God still provided grace and mercy to us. Verse 68, when they arrived at the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the heads of the families gave free will offerings towards the rebuilding of the house of God on its site. Verse 70, the priests, the Levites, the musicians, the gatekeepers, and the temple servants settled in their own towns along with some other people, and the rest of the Israelites settled in their towns, end quote. In chapter 3, the people worked on rebuilding the altar, verses 1-6, through six, and rebuilding the temple, verses 7-3. through three. Verse 2, Then Joshua, son of Zadok, and his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, son of Zerachites, and his associates began to build the altar of the of God of Israel to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, in accordance with what was written in the Law of Moses, the man of God, end quote. I love when it said in verse 3, despite the, fear, despite the fear of the peoples around them, they built an altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both morning and evening sacrifices, end quote. Some people, many of the older priests and Levites and family heads wept because it was, wasn't like the formal temple, but many others shout for joy in verse 12. It was great. That people praise God in verse 11. Even though we may not get what we. Maybe, even though we may feel disappointed. It is vital. To label. To feel. And to refrain our emotions. But it is crucial to praise God through it all. I do not deserve anything. So whatever God does for me. I appreciate it. I believe it is crucial to address our disappointments and expectations, but to acknowledge to God, to acknowledge what God has graciously given to us. God used Zerubbabel, Cyprus, 
and many other people to accomplish this task. It reminds me of the season that I am in now. I look at what I should get, need to have, instead of looking at, instead of looking and appreciating God's grace and mercy throughout it all. Extremely sobering indeed. In chapter 4, there, is, there was opposition to rebuilding the temple. Verse 1 and verse 2. When the enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the exiles were rebuilding, were building the temple for the Lord, the God of Israel, verse 2, they came to Zerubbabel and to the heads of the families and said, Let us help you build because like you, we seek your God and have been sacrificed to him since the time of the king of Ezra who brought us here. Verse 3, But Zerubbabel, Joshua, and the rest of the heads of the families of Israel answered, You have no part with us in building a temple to our God. We alone would build it for the Lord, the God of Israel, as King Cyprus, the king of Persia, commanded us. Verse 4. Then the peoples around them set out to discourage the people of Judah and make them afraid to go on building. Verse 5. They bribe officials to work against them and frustrate their plans during the entire reign of Cyprus, king of Persia, and down to the reign of Cyprus, Cyprus, king of Persia. End quote. Zacharias and the Zacharias brought opposition to rebuilding the temple as well in verses 6 to 24. In verse 21, now issue an order to these men to stop the work so that this city would not be built until I so order. Verse 23, as soon as the copy of the letter of Zacharias was read to Rehum and Shemahi, the secretary and the associates, they immediately went to the Jews in Jerusalem and compelled them by force to stop. Verse 24. Thus the work of the house of God in Israel came to a standstill into the second reign of Diverish, king of Persia. End quote. We will face hardship as believers, but we must choose to obey God no matter what it costs. Just like God moved Cyprus' heart, a foreign guard, God will change the circumstances when he sees fit. All I need to do is serve God and put God first over everything and anything in this world. I read that the enemies of Jerusalem wanted to rebuild the temple in order to maintain their dominance over Israel. Verses 1 and 2. Thank God that the Israelites said no in verse 3. The bribes and legal um, accusations did not help as well in verse 5. The Samaritans stopped the construction of the temple on the king's Xerxes and Rakesis reign. Verses 23 to 24. In chapter 5, verse 2, then and son and Joshua set to work to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem, and the prophets of God were with them, supporting them. Verse 5. But the eye of the God was watching over the elders of the Jews, and they were not stopped until a report could go to Darius, and his written reply be received. Verse 13. However, in the first year of Cyprus, king of Babylon, king Cyrus, issued a decree to rebuild the house of God. Verse 17. Now, if it pleases the king, let a search be made in the royal archives of Babylon to see if King Cyprus did in fact issue a decree to rebuild this house of God in Jerusalem. Then let the king send us his decision on this matter. End quote. So the temple starts to be rebuilt again in verse 2. A letter gets written to King Darius 
from Persia about not rebuilding the temple, starting in verse 6. In chapter 6, a decree was issued from Darius. Darius said the following. Well, this is some of what he said. In verse 7, do not interfere with the work of this temple of God. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders rebuild this house of God on this site. Verse 8, moreover, I issue a decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of this house of God. Their expenses are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury from the revenues of trans-Euphrates so that the work will not stop, end quote. Jerus finds Cyprus' decree that gave Jezebel, no, Jeroboam the right to build the temple in verses 1 and 2. Jairus even doubles Israel's protection and provision, according to something I read online in verse 8. The temple was completed in verse 15. God's will prevailed, and the temple was completed. God took care of his part, and they took care of their part by obeying God, seeking God, trusting God, and not allowing opposition to allow them to give up and give in. That's exactly what I need to do in my life. The Passover was celebrated in verse 22. In chapter 7, it was said that Israel was a, a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses. The king granted Ezra everything. The, the king granted everything Ezra asked for because, oh, before God was with him. <coughs> Sorry, verse 6. Ezra devoted himself to study and observe the Lord the Lord. Verse 10. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study of, of and the study and the observance of the world law the Ezra devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching its decrees and laws of Israel. Cain of mentioned the following Now I, Cain of decree that all the treasuries of Trans-Euphrates are to provide with diligence whatever Israel the priest, the law of the God of heaven. That was verse 21. End quote. Verse 25. And you, Ezra, in accordance with the wisdom of God, which you possess, appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God, and you are to teach them any who do not know them. Verse 26, 27, and 28. Whoever does not obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death, banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Praise be to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who has put it in the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials, because the hand of the Lord with my God was on me, I took courage and gathered the leaders from Israel to go up with me. End quote. Thank you so much for listening to Transform My Asia's podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.